Amidst the air of cheap brewed coffee, microwave popcorn, and a good amount of stale perspiration, there is excitement and nervousness, apprehension and hope. A sizable open floor plan office space has been set up into several overlapping workstations, each dedicated to its own integral and integrated facet of a very large operation. Roughly a hundred tables and desks have been cobbled together, yet unoccupied real estate is hard to come by amidst the mountains of paper, multitudes of laptops, and the occasional stress-reducing office toy. The small army of volunteers and staffers are strangely quiet, mostly huddled around their phones watching Barack Obama give a speech from two miles down the road, and if it wasn't for the muffled cacophony of ringing phones and hurried voices from some other room in the suite, the only sound would be the president's voice. Even Ladyburg, the office corgi, seems transfixed. This is the temporary headquarters of the Democratic National Committee, discreetly assembled in a nondescript office space in Columbus, Ohio's charming and historic German village. Behind its secured doors beats the heart of the statewide effort to not only elect Hillary Clinton to the presidency, but also to bring home the down-ballot House and Senate races as well. Normally, this room is a hive of activity, with get-out-the-vote dominating the effort's bandwidth. Traditional canvassing and door knocks are organized and executed, digital outreach is activated, Rides to the polls are coordinated, and more volunteers are recruited to join the battle by the hour. Following the aforementioned clamor of ringtones and voices, we are led down a corridor beset on one side with small soundproof meeting rooms, each one occupied by campaign coordinators and each one named after notable Ohio-born personalities such as Gloria Steinem, the Wright Brothers, and the West Wing's Allison Janney. We emerge from this hallway into voter protection, a hot and sunny room echoing with the din of dozens of phones staffed by almost a dozen lawyers and campaign veterans dedicated to fighting voter suppression and disenfranchisement. The situation in voter protection, or vote pro as it's commonly referred to, is sort of the opposite of what's going on in the other room. On election day, there will be about 100 people manning the phones for vote pro, whereas in the weeks prior, the wing is staffed only by the so-called forward guard, whose job, in addition to fielding the relatively low call volume, is to organize and prepare the incoming flood of volunteers. Today, however, as it has been for the last two, there hasn't been much time to do anything but field the more than a thousand calls that have been flooding into the center as a result of an innocent early voting reminder that was sent out accidentally to many who had already mailed in their ballots, leading them to believe that their votes hadn't been received for counting. In any other election, this minor hiccup would have resulted in an increase in call volume to be certain, but the perturbation that pervades this particular cycle has caused a firestorm of stress and worry that has taken days to quell. The voters are just that concerned. But this unfortunate and ultimately minor miscommunication aside, the work continues. There is no postponing election day, and the poll observers, hotline workers, and so-called boiler room team, who analyzes and responds to voter protection issues in real time, need to be organized and coordinated. To that end, many in VotePro work 12, 14, even 16-hour days making chase calls, allocating assignments, and getting everyone activated and entered into the system. It's easy to get cynical about politics, and perhaps rightfully so. But in this team, I can say I have seen a dedication and a passion that I have rarely, if ever, seen anywhere else. These trench fighters of the campaign are not here for the money. In fact, spending hundreds and in some cases thousands of their own dollars in the process. They're not in it for the glory, leaving that for those that they hope to get elected. 
No, they're in this fight because, well, yes, they are here to help Hillary Clinton win the White House. They believe in doing so through the protection of the vote, not suppression, through inclusion rather than exclusion. And in doing so, they're fighting for something that transcends any one candidate, campaign, or cycle. Something far more important than even this oh-so-important election. For Civil Politics, this is David King, Columbus, Ohio.